What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Fitness Realty Channel. My name is TJ McClelland, and I'm the broker. I'm super excited to share all the things we have planned with you. So sit back, strap in, and let's have some fun. What's up, all you good-looking people? This is going to be our first market update that we've ever done. We've done a lot of market updates for our clients and things, but this is going to be the first, like, pump it out in the middle of the week through our podcast. And so I'm excited to bring this to you. I don't know how it'll turn out. I'll probably get off on a tangent because that's just how I go. But I am hoping to bring you some information so you can see right now what the Utah real estate market is doing and why it feels so soft, why it feels a little like a downturn. I'm going to point out some things on some graphs and hopefully you guys can get some information and see if you're still ready to buy, if you're ready to sell, or hopefully I just want to curb some of the fear that we have in the market right now. All right, so without further ado, let's jump right into it. So I'm going to be going down. Sorry for looking over to the side, but I want to make sure that I'm giving you the information straight up. So right now, first graph we're going to look at. Oh, by the way, this material all comes from utahrealestate.com. It is the MLS, the board of realtors that every realtor in the Wasatch Front or most realtors are paying for. And so they give us really, really good, crucial information and metrics right at our fingertips. And so... I just want to say a shout out to them. Thank you so much. We cannot do this job without you. The Board of Realtors and their staff are amazing. So I love you guys. Okay, so like I said, let's jump right into it. Number of listings entered into the MLS. So this is just residential properties that are entered into the MLS within a given time frame. So let's take a look here. You can kind of see we always have this natural arc. And sometimes it gets a little wonky. You can see this yellow line kind of dipped, went up and then went back down just like it trends all the time. So I'll give you a couple of tidbits here. In January, we always have a few more listings pop off in January because nobody really wants to sell in uh, November and December. And so people think the first of the year, they'll be ready and then they'll launch their listing. So you see some inventory pop up on January, which is always great. February, a little bit of flat line, right? It never really does much from January to February. That's typical. Then we hit the springtime area, so maybe March, April, May, and it kind of goes up from there. And honestly, that's because a lot of realtors are out there coaching everybody that when we are riding the market up, that in March, April, May, that's kind of getting ready to move that property during the end of the school year. So that's why you can kind of see there's a great upward trend. I always feel like May and June have the most inventory in every given market. And that, honestly, that just goes around the school year, right? Everybody wants to finish the school year, be done, launch their listing, get into their next house before the next or before the beginning of the next school year. And so you can kind of see that trend. Upward trend, March, April, May. Great. We got a lot of inventory. We're going to be pushing into June, right? We're already in June, but we don't have the market stats for June for 2022, which is this purple line or blue. Kind of looks purple to me, so maybe I'm colorblind. Sorry, everybody. <laughs> okay, but like I said, in this market trend right now, you can see that we are not even up to the listing height that we had in 2019. I do think in June, right, when this market data comes out for June, you'll see this purple line somewhere up in here, like maybe 7.5 or maybe 7,200 7, active listings or 7,200 residential listings entered. And so 
you may see that. And then I believe that we will continue the normal trend, right? It'll kind of go across and we'll go down just like normal, right? And I'm not telling you guys anything new with this. I'm just saying that right now everybody's like, hey, there's inventory everywhere. There's inventory to look at on the Utah real estate website. And that is true, but it's not even as high as what we had in 2018 or 2019. And so it's not like we've rocketed up and now we have twice as many listings as we've ever had. That's not the case. So it feels a little cooler in the market, right? Or softer is what I kind of describe it as. But it's not like we have an overabundance of inventory. And honestly, I just don't think we ever will in Utah. They just aren't building enough homes. People are moving here still. So that helps you understand that people are still buying Utah real estate. <laughs> okay. Like I said, as this progresses down towards October, November, December, nobody wants to move in the winter. People that usually list in this area are people that must list, right? Or it might be not must, but maybe they have a new job somewhere else. So they're like, hey, we got to get out of this house. Or maybe it's somebody that just ran into issues with their life and they've got to sell and take the money and do whatever, right? So a lot of times, this is why you see not a lot of inventory, especially in December. So I will predict, and this will be kind of fun to watch because I'll try to put some predictions out there. Most likely we'll keep rising because I know in June we're like right up here with active or lots of listings right now. We'll probably be right around here in July, right around here in August, and then it'll just continue to go down. But we will be a little higher than all of these lines than we ever have been. Even in December, I think we'll have a little bit of a high listing count. So it might be like just over 3000 maybe. So but I don't think that we'll be able to buck this trend right here. This thing feels so solid. I bet if they had 15 more years of data, this would look the exact same or relatively close for all of those. Interesting thing, though, every real estate market is kind of hyper-localized, meaning that each market has their own set of conditions all the time. It would be interesting to see what this line looked like for St. George, because I know that during the hot months, a lot of people don't want to move. And so I bet it looks a little different, you know, a little funky. And you might have a lot of trending during like October, November when snowbirds are trying to come down and buy property or whatever. Anyway, what do you guys think about that? Do you guys think that that might be the case for St. George? Who knows? I'm just throwing it out there. All right, let's skip down. All right, let's talk about active listings. So this is the trend line that I really wanted to talk about active listings in our Utah real estate market right now. I want to show you how this works. So you have the orange line 2021 and you have the purple line for 2022. So you can see relatively the same, relatively the same right around in here. The Fed did the first like 75 or 50 basis point hike and then right around maybe May 13th or so. Then you saw the Fed do the next 75 basis point hike or sorry, that was maybe... That was probably like June, right around June 6th or so, right around here somewhere. So don't quote me on those because I don't have like a ticker. I could have put them right here, I guess, and looked them up. But what I wanted to show you is this gap between the orange and purple line is getting bigger and bigger. So meaning there are more and more active listings on the market. So that means the sellers are coming out swinging and putting their market or putting their property on the market, getting the ball rolling, but they're staying active longer and they're staying active because there's so many more listings. There's so much more inventory. And there's less buyers because the Fed really squashed down the purchasing power of most people. 
And a lot of times it was 150 grand in purchasing power that the Fed kind of squashed with interest rates. And so you're really seeing this trend, really wide gap between active listings of 2021 and 2022. So it's really interesting to me to see that the Fed has such a huge hand in how this entire market works. We could see that if they swung the interest rate back real quick, we would lose a lot of active listings because people would be able to afford them and buy them off the market again. Anyway, to me, that's kind of crazy. This is a really wide gap, but that just goes to show you it's moving towards a buyer's market rapidly. All right, let's skip down. Let's talk about average number of active residential listings per day by month. Really what that means is how many active listings are on the market at that time. So kind of a snapshot right into the market. And you can just really see almost similar to the other one, this widening gap between the orange line and the purple line. And then this market trend kind of has all the same humps like we've kind of seen from the very first slide with listings that are put into the MLS. So the, the really trending line here, as you can see, active listings are just remaining on the market. So more inventory is getting pumped into the market. So that number gets bigger and bigger and bigger. And then, like I said, people aren't buying them up as fast as they were. And so listings are staying on the market longer and longer. So days on markets getting longer. So I would imagine that this purple line will get up to right around here. And then it'll come back down just like always. But it may come up here and hit the July, or not July, sorry, it might hit the 2019 numbers. It'll be kind of interesting to see because we do have more inventory. So there just are more homes because more homes have been built between 2019 and 2022. And so we may have a new inventory high with this purple line. So maybe it'll be like over 10,000 or something like that. I mean, that's just because there are so many more homes built into the Utah market. And so it'll be kind of interesting to see. I predict that the purple line will get right around here and then trend across just like normal and then come back down a little bit, maybe right around in here and trend towards the 2019 numbers. All right. So let's take a look at the under contract listings. This is the other side. So, right, we looked at active listings. So you can see active listings 2022 really ramped up and went over that orange line. In 2022, for under contract listings, you can see this trending down, and there is a widening gap between 2021 and 2022. And honestly, that's just because less contracts are going under contract or less homes are going under contract. That's not new news, right? I'm not explaining anything that you guys aren't like feeling out in the market, but this just gives representation of it that in 2021, we were just cruising along, going good, and in 2022, you can see Fed rate hike right here, Fed rate hike right here, Fed rate hike right here. And it just continues to downtrend because people are losing their purchasing power. I know there's a lot of gurus out there. So if I'm saying things and you want to throw some stuff in, please put it in the comments down below. I would love to hear what you guys are talking about and uh, see what you guys are thinking. Plus, I know there's a lot of smart people out there. So please comment down below. All right, let's talk about average number of under contract residential listings. Let's actually skip that because the average number of under contract residential listings is just a snapshot of that other slide kind of in representation to years previous. And it'll most likely downtrend and just be underneath this other green line because I just feel like we will not have as many under contract listings as we've had in the past, of course. 
and you're kind of seeing that downtrend. This gap between the orange and purple line will be pretty big by the time it hits December, maybe even like right around here in the 5,000 range. Off-market listings, let's skip that. There's a lot of things with the board and regulations that they qualify or classify off-market listings, so let's skip down. Let's go to sold listings. I believe this one's the last one on here. Okay, let's talk about sold listings, though. So you can kind of see there is a little trend. If you could put like an average in here, you'd have this little nice arcing trend trend line. And so this purple line, I feel like we'll just kind of trend across and then it'll kind of trend down maybe right around this 2018, 2019 number. Like I said, buyers and sellers are still in the market and so they're not going anywhere. People are still here. So the market's still going to have some volume that goes through. There's somebody that, and I hate to say it and be kind of morbid, but there's always going to be somebody that's passing away and kids are going to inherit that property or the state or it goes through probate. So there's always going to be some turnover there where somebody inherits a property and they're like, hey, this is sweet. Like, thank you, grandma. Like, I love you. You know, maybe like somebody inherits a property that way and they don't want the property anymore. So they sell it. Or you have kids that are like moving out of the house and they're like, hey, we're ready to buy because we're not going to live in mom and dad's basement anymore. I and mean, maybe we're going to buy a house. So there's always going to be some volume in the market. There's never going to be a time where it like completely stops and shuts down. And right now you're seeing it swing to a buyer's market where they get to choose and they get to pick their house instead of trying to chuck 15 offers at homes and not getting one of them when we had the seller's market eight weeks ago and for the last three years. And so I want to really point out that the market may slow down and feel like it gets a little squishy, but it never actually stops because, like I said, somebody's always going to be out there ready to buy. Somebody's always going to be out there ready to sell. That's just the nature of the beast. It might be more or less on one side or the other, but there always will be somebody out there ready to do something on one side. Okay. Oh, uh, let me make some predictions real quick. Pro like I said, maybe trend down here. Be right around 2018, 2019's numbers. Maybe right somewhere right here. Might be even a little less, maybe 3K. Okay. Actually, I lied. This is one of the stats that I really wanted to talk about. So the back to market listings... So this is a crazy stat. This means the home was active, first listed. Maybe they went two weeks, got a contract. And then maybe they went two weeks with a contract. And then you can see with the Fed rate hikes, people are losing their purchasing power. And so during the contract process, those buyers may go, wow, we can't even afford this house anymore. So then they break the contract or breach contract or they just cancel it through all the ways that we can cancel a contract. And then the listing goes back active. So this is called back to market or going from under contract to active. And so you're seeing this trend line. This is a crazy trend line. I've never seen it go up this fast. This is kind of nuts. So you're seeing a lot of market activity where, you know, three weeks ago, you may have had a buyer that was qualified. And today they can't afford the payment because the interest rate went up 1%. And that might be three or $400 in their payment. And now their debt to income just doesn't work and they can't qualify. And so you're seeing them break contract and come back active. So I think this is a really interesting line. I don't know how high this can get. I imagine that it's going to go over this 1200 mark just based on seeing this steep slope. It'll be kind of interesting to see that just to see how far it trends up. But then, of course, I think it'll just trend back down just like normal. 
And it trends back down because there's less volume, right? There's less inventory in October, November, December. So it'll have to trend down because there's just not as many listings that are active. So you'll kind of see it go up and go back down. But it is kind of just interesting to see. And I mean, literally, you could put a little ticker right in here at the Fed increases of the interest rate. And just like you could put a little mark. Yep, this is where an interest rate hike happened. And some of that's priced into the market from the mortgage industry. But they don't have a crystal ball either. So they have to wait to see what happens. And then then you see it like, bam, it goes right up. Okay, and that's all, right? I wanted to just bring you guys all of this information. A quick recap, you guys know that it is feeling like it is softer in the market. The pendulum is swinging the other way. It was a seller's market, a crazy seller's market, hotter than I've ever seen it. And we are shifting that seller's market more towards a buyer's market. There is more inventory. People are getting competitive on their prices, bringing them down a little bit. You're seeing days on market extend. There are a lot of factors in there, right? But this is still a great time. If you wanted to get an investment property or something, if the cash flow numbers look good, I know that's a side tangent, but I love investment properties that cash flow. I have a great calculator that's from Frank Dippold, who teaches the velocity of money. If you want more info about that, watch episode 18. If you want more info from Frank himself, his information's loaded below. If it's not, Somewhere that you can find it, text me, message me, I'll get you the info. Anyway, this has been your market update. Hopefully you got some information from it. Sorry it took so long. I wanted to just get all the info out there and make sure you saw it. I will see you guys next time. I love you. And uh, let's see what happens in the next eight weeks. Real estate. Ah! All right, later.